Welcome to the Luva Mark Wrestling Podcast with Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, where time is guaranteed. Join the Luva Mark Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Luva Mark's Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler, and I have Jenny along with me. Say hello, Jenny. Hello, we almost didn't make it this time. I know. Scott was being a rather petulant child. Guy push is being weird, man. It was like there was like a four minute delay on our conversation. It was really weird. It was brutal, yeah. It was like uh, they had sorter issues and he couldn't they couldn't sort through the forces fast enough. It was really I thought weird. the latency on Twitch was bad. This was nuts. This was crazy, yeah. This was crazy. But Thank goodness we have Discord, and so we're here with we're here in Discord. We're kicking it old school. Old school, old school Discord for this episode. And uh, we lost a uh, we lost a legend last week. The Iron Cheek is gone to the big big ring in the sky, where he will be having he will be putting on. Five star matches in heaven with Harley Race and Scott Hall. I will always remember being at WrestleCon a few years ago and him just riding around on his little motor scooter, not giving a shit, just basically running people over and having the time of his life laughing about it. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. And his constant hatred for Hulk Hogan was always. Yes. Yes. His constant, the constant hatred for Hulk Hogan. Uh, so funny. My biggest, most recent memory of uh, Sheik was when he was on Jerry Springer show. Hilarious. I've never seen that. Yeah, he was on the Springer show. He was. Uh, uh, there was this girl had that that was. Uh, had, she's bringing her boyfriend on because she had a secret, and you know how those go on Springer, right? Mm-hmm. Always. And. Jerry. Jerry. And the boyfriend was the Sheik. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know how long ago that was, but I just, I just think so it's recent to me. And it, it was, it was the funniest Springer segment I've ever, I, I've seen because of Sheik. Because Iron Sheik gives zero fucks about anything. He, get, he, he just doesn't care. And it's hilarious. He does not care, and it's the best thing ever. It is. We will miss I'm, it. I'm, I'm mad that I don't have video of him from WrestleCon. Mm-hmm. Just cackling, running around, beeping the little horn on his scooter, <laughs> running people over, essentially. <laughs> just having the time of his life. We will miss uh, the Sheik. We will miss his Twitter as well. His Twitter was uh, his Twitter is up there with Wendy's Twitter as far as just like cooking people. His mm-hmm. Twitter was his, his Twitter was fantastic. He, he, At least we can always go back and read the timeline. Yes, we, yep, we can always go back and read the timeline. And everyone have a good day except Hulk Hogan. Fuck Hulk Hogan. He did not Jabroni. like he, Jabroni. He did not like Hulk Hogan's Jabroni ass. He did not. He did not like Hogan. At all. <laughs> yeah, lots of good... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? People just remembering them and good things being said about them. That's always how you can tell the mark someone left is, unfortunately, after they're gone, 
and seeing what their peers had to say about them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it seemed like it uh, seemed like a sheep was uh, seemed like he might have been a pretty good dude outside the ring. Some people liked him. When you got a guy like that that just doesn't care, just damn do anything for a laugh, people will like him. Yep. So, R.I.P. to Sheik. Mm-hmm. So now we got the uh, our little little R.I.P. to Sheik out of the way. Our little tribute to him. What do we have? What do we have tonight? Oh, we got quite an interesting overburied list this week. Mm-hmm. Kind of a wide range of things. The first, probably the biggest one, is WWE inking a deal with Twitch. Okay, now I don't know. I don't know anything about this deal, so you have to you have to tell me about it. I'm kind of reading about it now. One of the big things is they started it last week. I on it. I forgot to watch it because it's so new. They're going to be doing companion sidecasts during Raw. I think it's going to strictly be to Raw. I don't know if they're going to do them for SmackDown or not. But they started this week. I forgot to turn it on and watch it. So I'll try to remember to do it tomorrow and we'll see what they're about and talk about it next week. I don't quite know what they do. Um, but it says they will rotate between various hosts and include special appearances by superstars. Providing fans with a unique behind-the-scenes peek into Raw Weekly. That might be fun. Yeah, see, I don't hate it because I used they used to do that. They used to kind of do stuff like this through like their app. Mm-hmm. I thought. And now that like, yeah, they did, and the app's defunct now. The app, the WWE app, is not a thing because it used to be able to get on and like watch what was happening during the commercial breaks on the app. Right. Yeah, you used like, to be able to miss any of the moments and stuff like that. So uh-huh. that's kind of cool. I don't know if they're going to do anything like that, but but it's also going to be a place for them to they'll host. Or they'll post um, the bump. They're going to do their press conferences, not just on YouTube, but now through Twitch as well for the live events, okay. premium live events. That they do those press conferences now. Um, trying to think. Let's see if there's anything else that stands out. Is the wrestlers going to be broadcasting like? gameplay on that channel or is it going to be on their own channels i think they're still going to maybe be doing their own channels but i mean they could be doing both this doesn't really say so i don't know if that has just hasn't been decided yet i know at least dakota kai has been streaming on her own channel still well, with all the negatives that have come out about Twitch this past week, uh, to have something like this that is a definite positive for wrestling fans mm-hmm. is is a good thing. I say anything you can get your brand out on, bring in new numbers and potentially new eyes and a whole new community of people. Well, mass exodus to kick because of what Twitch has done. So that, I mean, this is a big thing for Twitch as well. What did Twitch do now? Oh well, if you break your uh, if you break your affiliate agreement, they charge you twenty five dollars now. How do you break your affiliate agreement? Because uh, I don't want to accidentally I, do that. Uh, I, I don't think you, I anymore. think you have to actually request to have it broken. Oh, okay. So just yeah. by performing, I'm fine. Okay, right. I'm good then. Yeah. Yeah, definitely over. Always a good thing. 
put it over more eyes platforms. Oh, yeah. Always good. Um, so when I first, I should have read this one before I put it as a topic because I thought it was going to be something else, but there was a clickbait headline about Strowman being partially paralyzed in one leg. Hmm. I thought it was going to be something to do with his fusion surgery, but apparently this has been since 2015 when he injured his back. He's been like 15% paralyzed in one of his legs, so he can't deadlift anymore. Oh, wow. I mean, you know, bury it totally. You never want to be paralyzed at all in anything. Yeah, any yeah. Hopefully, maybe he'll get some of that strength back with the fusion surgery. I don't know how any of that works. I am no medical professional. Don't take my word on it. But that was that. Well, that uh, that's something that I, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that he that, that Braun was partially paralyzed. That's Him craziness. falling during his re-debut now makes a little makes more a lot sense. Of sense. Yeah. When he was doing his freight train and fell. Yeah. I mean, he tripped, but still, if you don't have your full strength, it might have been hard for him to catch himself. Uh-huh. And Even he's... if just a little bit of failed strength and legs on such a big man. Yeah, he's a big man. Uh, you lose just a little bit of strength, it'll cause you to fall. So hopefully he'll recover from that. Next big topic is Billy Kay is pregnant. Milf. I know you're sad and disappointed. I'm very sad and disappointed. This is not my baby. But think about it. The Iconics are going to have babies about a year apart. I know. Because hers is due in December. I think Dilly's baby was born in February, so he'll just be turning one. And I said this to Raven the other day. I said, imagine if we have... So Dilly's got a little boy mm -hmm. with Peyton. Yep. Imagine if Billy Kay has a little girl and we get little future baby Iconics married. Oh, no. Imagine it. Oh, no. Imagine how cute that would be. I won't be around for that. Could be. But no, good for Billy Kay. Yeah. Happy for her. I, I knew it wouldn't be long after after Peyton had got pregnant that she wouldn't be far. I knew she wouldn't be far behind. I thought that she had been trying is one of the main reasons they were out of the ring was she was wanting babies and all of a sudden Peyton got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Unless I just remember that wrong. Ah, Maybe they both just wanted to try for babies. I don't know. It could have been. But I thought I remember that it was her who wanted babies first. I mean, not, not to say first, but she was the one that was actively trying. Mm. It could have been. Know. That was a couple of years ago at this point. Yeah. But good so for her. Good for them both. I think it's cute. Yeah. Now, I can't remember. Did we talk about this last week that Emma and Madcap are yes. engaged? Yes. We talked about that one last week. Okay. Uh -huh. I couldn't remember if that was this week or last week. I found me new Australian women. Google. Yeah, all, the, all the Australian Google. women are now off the market for you. I know. Sad. You hear my voice. I'm sad. So depressed. Very, very depressing. Very depressing. Uh. <sighs> Word on the street is that apparently for Forbidden Door, they were planning on having Mercedes Monet versus Soraya for their big Forbidden uh, Door match. Okay. Yeah, that's never been done before, right? Right. Well, weren't they so part you, of? Weren't they on? Because no, it wasn't. It wasn't them that ruined Paige's <clears throat> career. No, 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 no. Sasha never, never had kicked. Uh, Page in the back of the uh, in the back and caused her neck to 
have whiplash so severely that it she had to walk away from the ring again. That would never be, thought she would wrestle again. Yeah, she never not, thought we're she. Not, we're not blaming. <clears throat> not blaming, but that's just what happens. That's just what happens. It was just circumstance. But yeah, but yeah, this, could have been anybody, but it's happened to be those two. I mean, you know, you could use that for your story, but still, nah, not the match I would want to see when uh, you look at all the women in AEW who Mercedes has never touched. I would. I would have rather it been like Tony Storm. Or, I mean anybody, Tony, yeah, Tony or Brett, uh, or uh, Tony, Jamie, Statlander, Jamie Hader. Yeah, Jamie's hurt too, though. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, Stat would have been a good one. Stat would you put it in the ring of Stat? No, they actually have touched. Heard Stat have touched. Really? Nobody remembers it, but they have. Okay. Uh, it was a. Uh, no, no, I was wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I got the wrong set of tag team. I got the wrong tag team champions in my mind. It was uh, no, they haven't touched. I got the wrong. I got the wrong women's tag team champions in mind. God, get it right. I know. I got the wrong ones in mind. My bad. Let's keep on going. Um, but yeah, I bury that because boring. Don't care. Yeah, because there be, there could have been a you know like there could have been at least another ten, fifteen different possibilities to put her in the ring with. That she hasn't right, touched before. That's not what people want to see. Right. <clears throat> you know, interesting story, sure, but we've seen them touch. Let's yes. find something new. Yeah. And we're not getting it anyways because Sasha's ankles in ninety-five pieces. But yeah, her ankle shattered. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's that bad, but we'll pretend. Yeah. Either way, um, she's not going to be there. Oscar is now considered the women's undisputed champion. Is no it, longer uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, but they call it the Women's Undisputed Champion. Did they call it the cha- Undisputed Champion, or I thought it was the it's, WWE Women's Champion? It's Undisputed. It's written on the belt. So I don't know if they're calling it that, but it's written on the belt. So, uh, so is Rhea going to get a new championship on Monday? I believe so. And they're going to call it the Women's World Championship? Possibly. Which, I mean, you know, branded titles, it works. I mean, keep it in line with the guys, I know. But, uh... I mean, it's technically not an undisputed championship. Yeah, that's not an undisputed championship, unless it's going to name it that. I mean, that's what the belt says. So that way that it can be different than the other championship. I mean, they they still could have kept the look the same as the men's but then just not had the word undisputed attached to it how lazy is these how, how lazy are the belt designs though I mean we didn't get a fancy new belt like we did with the world heavyweight title we just got the same belt with gold backing I kinda don't hate it though it's lazy but see, that's it's it's the look of them now. At least they're changing up the way the ones on Raw look. So I think I've seen a picture of the one Rhea's going to get, if that's what they do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They haven't announced anything yet. But I have a feeling they're going to do it. Is it going to look like they're, a men's they're, championship? They're, they're a little bit, yeah. It's pretty. 
and the kind of more like the one that Seth holds. Okay. Well, Which, uh, no, if that's if that's I, what they I, do, I, that's I, fine. I don't hate it because then, you know, you can definitely tell the raw ones because they're different looks. Mm -hmm. And then the SmackDown ones are paying tribute's not the right word, but they're keeping the lineage and the look of the big W's. Yeah. And I like the blue gems and the W's. I think they're really pretty. But that's just me. Well, they're not the best, prettiest thing, but, you know, they're keeping with the brand, so whatever. And they're going to look different from Raw. So looking at them really quickly, you'll be able to say, oh, those are SmackDown belts versus those are Raw belts. Well, I have no problem with that because if you, if you make them brand specific instead of just coloring them red or coloring right. them blue, See, I, I don't I'm, think I'm fine with Raw it. versus SmackDown titles anymore. You know, you're probably going to be like a World Women's versus a Women's Undisputed, I think is kind of what they're going for. I mean, you know, it was obviously the SmackDown women's title because your women's champion is from SmackDown and blah, 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 and it's blue. But we don't need that anymore. So I don't know what they'll do with tag team belts down the road. Uh, they're going to they're gonna unify them. You know, I'm kind of okay with that. They're, they're going to unify the uh, NXT and the uh, women's tag team titles. Oh, that's, no, that's already a thing. Yeah, no, yeah, that needs to happen, and I'm okay with that. Honestly, I think they just need to get rid of the tag team belts for the women altogether. I'd rather see a mid-card women's title. Because it's you have you have plenty of women, but you just don't have the tag teams. Now you say that, and we have two natural tag teams on the roster now. Three na well, now. Three. Now. Three now. Three now, because Shane, uh, Shane and Ronda, they're a natural tag team. They've been friends forever. They have Casey. They have... Uh, uh, Katana Chance and uh, the other girl. Caden Carter. Caden Carter, thank you. And then Usually uh, I forget it too, but I remember it this time. <laughs> and then they have uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. God, I love them. So we've got three so natural... Like pretty accents. Yeah, a lot, lots of pretty accents in that, in that, uh, on that team. Uh, so we have three natural tag teams. And you, you say, oh, well, uh, Alba and Isla was just... They wasn't thrown together. There was a plan put in place by and Isla they were Dawn. Feuding, right? They were feuding. Yes, there yeah. was a plan put in place by Isla Dawn to to get Alba Fire to her side, and that's what happened. So they're not technically thrown together. They are a team because this is what Isla Dawn wanted, and Isla's a witch, so she makes shit happen. Yeah, it works. Right. I like them. They're fun. They are. Yeah, they're they are a fun tag team. Uh, Alba Fire being on the main roster long overdue. So Yeah, for sure. Definitely long overdue. Yeah, you know, so over new belt, it's fine. They need they needed some change. And if they're gonna be changing up the men, you might as well change up the women. Yeah. And plus, you know, everyone was starting to get a little bitchy about well, why is it the SmackDown title, but it's still red and blah 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 blah. So now people will shut up about that. So yeah, good. Good for them. Give the IWC but, one less thing to bitch about. Right. They'll find ten more things, but mm -hmm. at least it's But with a new shiny toy comes Charlotte fucking Flair. <laughs> yes. If I could have captured the groan that I let out when her music hit, I would play it for you right now. But I was just too disgusted. Uh, I yeah. was livid. Like, of course, Charlotte Flair is back for this shiny new toy. Because mm -hmm. she's never had it before. 
And of course, they are going to do it at Asuka's expense, probably. And I bet Charlotte is champed by SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. You know she will be. That's how things are in WWE. Well, because then what's the point of trying to build Asuka as a heel only to have her squashed by Charlotte? Because Charlotte always has to look good, duck the misc, and knock the champion down. Oh, because it's Charlotte. I'm pissed. I have a cussing emoji next to this note on my phone. Well. I bury this. Yeah. I, I, I wish you know. she'd stayed away. Well, you know, I, I bury the fact. I don't I don't mind if Charlotte comes back, but the fact that Charlotte has to be in the title picture all, all the, the time, time. All the time, yes. Charlotte has to be in the title picture all the time, and that, and that's what irks me. That's what that's what irks me about it, is that she has to be in the title picture. All, she can stay away for six months. Come back, she's automatically number one contender because she's Charlotte Flair. We haven't seen her since Mania. Yeah, we haven't seen her since Mania. She comes back, she's number one contender because she's Charlotte fucking Flair. And, you know, I get that superstars jump to the front of the line. But when it's every time. It's it's lather, rinse, repeat for her. Yes. Win it, the title, lose the title, leave. Come back, win the title, lose the title, leave. Come mm-hmm. back. Yep. It's how she has worked for the last, like, two or three years now. And I don't know if you noticed or not through your rage, but... The girls looked like they were reduced again. No, I was not paying attention. Oh yeah, I was busy looking at her face. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, the girls looked like they'd been she altered. The girls, yeah, the girls looked like they'd been reduced again. I think that's why they've been altered. Because it, because me and Red like to play this game. Why has why has Charlotte changed? So we oh, always there's always something because there's always something Charlotte has changed every time she leaves, right? So we like to play this game. What 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 has Charlotte changed? And it looks like she has reduced them. I'll have to begrudgingly go back and watch. Yeah. I don't want to, but I will. Wouldn't be surprised. Well, you know, those jokers are out there. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and when they're, and you, when you're Charlotte and you're doing moonsaults off the top rope onto the floor, you can't very well have an implant made of uh, silicone that is not going to bust. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it's going to happen. I just, I mean, at least I'm I'm kind of intrigued because they're actually using the lather, rinse, repeat storyline for Charlotte to piss off Bianca. It's actually being, like, worked into the show. So we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Because Bianca looked pretty pissed. Yeah, Bianca was mad. She should have been. Had a good reason to be. I mean, I don't want to see Bianca in the title picture anymore either. I want somebody new to be coming up and like build Oscar as this heel and fighting somebody that's not Bianca. That's not Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That's not Bailey. You know, you could probably do EO again. Why can't we do Why can't we go with EO and Oscar? There, there's a natural story. Why can't we go with EO? And plus that one shouldn't be over because it ended with shenanigans last time. Mm-hmm. So we need some more of that. We need to go and circle back. That story, there's, there's a decade worth of history between Asuka and EO that we can pull from from this story. I mean, this is not nothing new for these two. I liked what they did last year or last year, last week, where they had everybody kind of coming out one by one mm-hmm. during the Grayson Fuller thing. Like, that was intriguing. We were getting some players, 
and some people. I mean, it was mostly EO and Bailey, but I was intrigued by all of that. But now yeah. we've got Charlotte fucking Flair. Ugh. I hate her. I hate her. Mm-hmm. Now I have to listen to her every week. I am the queen. Bow down. It's it's the same stale shit every time. I'm done with her. She needs to be the next one knocked up, so she will go away for a good long time. Yeah, she needs to have an Andrade baby. Yes. Go have an Andrade baby and get off my TV screen. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. That's it for Overburied. Man, we're talking about Barry and Charlotte. We buried her with six foot of dirt. Not enough. She'll still come back when there's a new shiny toy. <laughs> I deserve this. I'm Charlotte Flair. <laughs> that's my Charlotte Flair voice for the night. That's about how she sounds. That's Bow really about how, how she sounds. Queen. After you hear her for years and years, that's how she sounds. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, we have a pretty interesting topic, I feel like, this week. Yeah. We kind of started discussing it after we quit recording last week mm -hmm. about gimmicks. Yeah. Do gimmicks work in modern day wrestling? It all, to me, it all depends on who you're wrestling for, first off. How serious who the wrestler who is. the wrestler is who the wrestler is has something to do with it, and how serious is the gimmick? So you there's get, the right there. Yeah, how serious is like, it? I feel like serious gimmicks, like really big in depth ones, don't work as well as the comedy gimmicks. Because we got to looking back the last, we'll just give it five years of gimmicks. Which ones can you pull out that have worked the best? Fashion Police. I'm going to put the first one out there. Mm -hmm. Comedy gimmick. Yeah. You know, it, Seth it, Rollins, Messiah. Comedy gimmick. Was Messiah really a comedy gimmick, though? I think it was supposed to be, like, a backhanded way. Because it was so over the top, it was kind of funny. That you weren't supposed to take it seriously. Well, Seth now's a Seth now's just a lunatic. But see, to me, that's not a gimmick. That's just an over the top. That's just over top version of him. Yeah, it's over the over right. top version of him. There's a, yeah. there's a difference between character and gimmick to yeah. me. Because to me, a gimmick is more like the Undertaker, Kane. Yeah, those are definitely those are definitely gimmicks. So. Where it's not like an over-the-top human. So, like, cartoony gimmicks for me have never really worked. I know they work with some people. Uh, but, you know, I, I grew up on the NWA where there was no like, cartoony bullshit going on. It was just two dudes in there fighting. There was no, there was no, uh, there was no Mantar. There wasn't a, a, a goon. There wasn't a, uh, a uh, there wasn't a Brooklyn Brawler. There wasn't all this stuff going on like WWE had back in back in the back in the eighties and back in the mid eighties and 
all the way to the, you know, like mid-90s sometimes. I mean, even Razor Ramon is a fucking, is a gimmick. Although he made it work. That's a That's what, cartoony it, gimmick. The closer to, like, human the gimmick is, I think it works a little bit better. Yeah. You know, like you had, um, oh my god, I was just staring at his picture and had his name in my head. Big Boss Man. Boss Man, yeah. Clearly he's not actually a cop. But cops are real people. So this guy can dress it's up like based in reality. Right. It's based in reality. He's a big dude. Big dude with a bad attitude. Based in reality. I mean, it's very easy to believe that Ray Trailer was a damn prison guard. Very easy to believe that. And he's just playing off that. Very easily very easy to believe that. But Right. So they either need to be like like you said, based on reality or so over the top that they're hysterical. Like, you know, Hurricane. Clearly, this guy's not really a superhero. Clearly. But it was funny, and it worked. It didn't. He didn't take itself seriously. It didn't take itself seriously. And that's why it worked, because it didn't take itself seriously. I'm talking about the, the goofy ones that took itself seriously, like Bastion Booger took itself seriously. Mantar took itself seriously. I mean, uh, 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 the goon. Uh, Boogeyman. Boogeyman. Took itself seriously, even though it didn't toward the end, and it, don't, it definitely don't now. But it took itself seriously at the start. One that did work, though, was probably Eugene. Because he was comedy. Oh, no. I hated that character. You didn't like Eugene? I, I hated Eugene. that character because of what it was. I mean, it's, it's Rain Man. It, it, they, they just took the Rain Man concept and applied it to wrestling. I mean, it's very politically incorrect anymore, probably, yeah. but this was different times. Yeah, different times, but I, I hated that character. This just hated it. Hated that gimmick. Isaac Yankum DDS? Isaac Yankum, yep. Like like we knew that big son of a bitch. I knew that big son of a bitch wouldn't have, wouldn't have done this because I seen the big bastard back in 93 at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He is a big bastard. I sit in front row. And and I had Glenn Jacobs walk right in front of me, and he is massive. That's the biggest man I've ever seen in my life, other than to, and, until I seen Kali. Kali's. I don't think I want that man fixing my teeth. Now Kali's probably the tallest man I've ever seen, but Glenn Jacobs is the easily the biggest man I've ever seen in my life. Easy. I think just one of the reasons why I think to weird of gimmicks just don't work anymore like i don't think you could have you know a mountie or a hurricane well, or I anything like that mountie. now that people don't take themselves out of the reality when they're watching wrestling anymore like you can sit down and watch you know captain america or a marvel movie the avengers and obviously you know that steve rogers captain america that's an actor playing this person. Right. But for some reason, people don't do that with wrestling anymore. They don't. They treat, they even where, though, yeah, go ahead. It was just where, you know, you look at Seth Rollins and you know that he's not going to be coming out dressed up as, I don't know, a Care Bear or something. And you're yeah. going to not realize that, oh, I just got to pretend that this guy's like a Care Bear for right now. For whatever reason, Care Bear was the first thing that came to my mind, but 
But you know, you know what's crazy about uh, about wrestling in 2023, the wrestling fan in 2023, is that. Well, other than that, every single one of us are in on the business. Every single one of us, kayfabe is dead for the most part, and every That's single the other reason, every single one of us are in on it, and people still get upset because their because their favorite doesn't win the title. They get mad. They get mad because their guy doesn't win the title, or their or, or their girl doesn't win the title. Or they don't win a match, or they're not being used the way they think it should be used. Right. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, you can be upset to me. about it, but you can't get mad at everything else with the show because of that one moment. It's crazy to me because are we getting? I mean, and we get mad at. There's people get mad at TV shows like that too. It's crazy to me. I've raged quit a few TV shows before, but I always go back eventually. I I I, I didn't rage quit The Walking Dead. I just kind of. Oh, I yeah, that was one of them. I didn't when, really quit it, but I kind of fell out. Of I it. just kind of fell out of it, I, you know, because whenever uh, there's a, uh, a couple certain people died, I was just like it just lost all the show to me lost its heart, and I finished out that season and I didn't go back. You got to go back; it gets good again. Oh, does but it? Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah. The ending was really good. Yeah, I, I heard it. Uh, I heard certain someone come back. It was, yeah, it's it's worth going back for a rewatch. Ah, but see, you know, that's that. another thing. You know, we obviously know that there's not really zombies walking around. No. Daryl Dixon's not gonna matter at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, he does. He's not really riding around on his motorcycle with his crossbow with dog. But you can't do that with wrestling for whatever reason anymore. Because it's based in reality. That's why. Progress. I mean, people get into the reality TV shows. Yeah, they get into they get into re- reality TV shows, and they get, and people don't realize those reality TV shows are more scripted than what wrestling is. Oh shit! Yeah, they are. But um, I don't know. I try to just enjoy the characters that are on my TV screen when I'm watching, and forget about the things that I've seen on Twitter, or you know. The streaming, watching the person play video games, or whatever it is where I've seen the real-life person. I try to forget all that during those three, two, however many hours of wrestling. That's that's how I am. I just, you know, I, I watch wrestling for what it is. Now, if they do have some dumbass gimmick out there, I call it out. Bray Wyatt is a dumbass. Bray Wyatt's current gimmick is, an, well, the Fiend and all that stuff. Stupid. Dumb. The very first gimmick he had was probably the closest you could get into reality, but it's still, still out there. I mean, it's yeah. I guess I say there's he was pulling some stuff from real beliefs that people have. Yeah. So it worked. I mean, I enjoyed aspects of the fiend. I think I enjoyed the Firefly Funhouse stuff mm-hmm. more. I think so than like the fiend matches. Yeah. We've talked about that before, where I feel like Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. kind of stuck himself in a corner that was hurting his style of wrestling. Yep. The sport- trying to keep a character to move like a fiend versus just going out there and having a match. Yeah, he is definitely a character-driven talent. Right. And if he... He can say all the right things. He's great at delivery and all of that. 
but it's just it was hurting the in-ring product. He, he's, it, it, yeah, I mean, he, and I'm, I don't expect Bray Wyatt to go out and have a five-star classic with Brian Danielson. I just don't. I no. don't expect him to do that. I, I, I don't expect him to do that. But in the same sense, they've got to protect his. They got, if you're going to do his character that way, you have to protect it. And WWE has never protected that character. To the point where I don't really care if he's on my TV or not because all I know is that he's going to come out for a couple weeks, look scary as hell, and then they're going to throw him in a title match, which they should never do with him, by the way. And then they're going to throw him in a title match, and he's going to get beat. They should never put the fiend, never put, ne- never put the fiend in a title match. That was that was wrong. The fiend, should, the fiend didn't need a championship. I know that belt looked pretty cool, though. I mean, the belt looked cool, yeah, but the fiend should, the fiend didn't need a championship. No. Jack Roberts. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, Jack Roberts made. Get mad at me. Jack Roberts made a career off of not winning, off of not winning major championships. But see, that's the other issue here is everyone gets so attached to these people that everybody feels like that that's how you get approval. Not approval, but you... What's the word I'm looking for? Your validation comes with having titles. If you need a championship to get over, you ain't doing it right. Well, no, it's not the wrestlers thinking that. It's the fans. Well, I know that. that. I know that. They feel like if someone hasn't had a title, they're being slighted. No. And it their career needs a title in order to mean something. No, it, it's it, no, the, you, you don't have to have a championship to mean something. It, but if, if you, but if a fan, if you feel like that a wrestler and the only way that that wrestler can actually truly be over is to win a championship, that wrestler themselves are not doing their jobs because everybody looks at Jake Roberts and knows what kind of a badass Jack Roberts was. He never held a major championship. Never. And, and everybody everybody knew how credible Jack Roberts was. And that's what's missing from today. I mean, it, that's what's missing from today. Is that you... You know, they're real quick to throw titles, throw championships on wrestlers that one, they're not ready for. And two, they may not necessarily need. Uh, and I'm not throwing and I'm not throwing Austin Theory under the bus. I think this is the right time for him to be United States champion. There's just some, he's just there's just a major disconnect between him and him and the crowd right now. Right. And I don't know if that's just because he's kind of been lost in the shuffle. There's been a lot of other big things going on. Because I feel like with him actually having beat Cena at Mania, that could have been a big driving force for his character but he hasn't really done much since mania now see it should have been it should have been and they, and they haven't capitalized on it because there's been a lot of other things though so i feel I, like it just kind of i actually think he works better as a baby face honest to god i think he works I better as a baby face kind of do too i kind of miss dumb the way Austin Theory from NXT. He kind of works better as a babyface. I mean, he he he's got the fire. He works a little bit better because these handpicked these handpicked handpicked heels that are the next big thing in the company never get over 
because it's you're a corporate kind of guy. a shame that he's not on the same brand with Johnny anymore. Because I think it would be really fun to try to watch Johnny bring back that theory. Yeah. But that's not going to happen because mm -hmm. they're on different shows. You're so maybe something will come through to where they can turn him back. But I just, I don't know. I think it's too late for that. The crowd just does not like him no, at this point. The crowd doesn't care He's, anything for him. They're apathetic toward him. And that's that's that hurts. That hurts a, a pro wrestler when the crowd is apathetic toward you. You can't get him to mm -hmm. hate you. you. You can't get him to hate you. Maybe you can get him to like you if you do. If you come in and save the right person, maybe they'll like you. But then, you know, it's like a, like Corbs. I don't know if the crowd will ever like Corbs. Corbs could save a man's life right there on national TV, and they'd probably still boo him for saving a man's life. Right. And then there's some guys that can't get booed if they tried. And they do try, and they still can't get booed. See, I think that's what they're trying to do with L.A. Knight. They want him as a heel. <laughs> but can't get booed. But people are just too... Right, they're responding he's, too well to him. Yeah, he's he's over. This he got himself over. And you know in WWE they don't like for you to get yourself over. They hate they hate they hate it as a matter of fact for you to get yourself over. But LA Knight That was got, Vince though. This that is a was, different Yeah, that was Vince. Uh but LA Knight's done went out and got himself over because because well, he didn't I, even really do anything. It just kinda happened. Yeah, it just kinda happened. That's what that's how you want things to happen organically. I mean, if the crowd's rolling with him, if they're responding to him, maybe he ought to maybe he ought to roll with it. Maybe he ought to make a save on a babyface, and you might want to switch. You might want to turn him babyface because it's obviously not working as a heel because the crowd is responding to him too well. You can't keep him as a cool heel forever. You got to turn him eventually. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. But back to, back to we got kind of got off track right there just a little bit. But uh, our gimmicks, I think gimmicks. You know, I think back in the day, yeah, you had Taker, and he was you know stirring people up and trying to make sacrifices, and he had you know deities and all those different hooded, cloaked people, and mm -hmm. Midian before he was naked and naked Midian. What what a damn gimmick <laughs> that was. That back in it the worked. Wild West, it worked. It did work. But you know, during the Attitude Era, you had a few gimmicks, but you were kind of trying. To, you were starting to get more what I consider characters. Triple yeah. H, The Rock, Stone Cold. Stone Cold, yeah, getting characters. You yeah. know, they were real people playing a character. I think characters work better than gimmicks characters have always worked better than gimmicks for me characters have always worked better because that character when somebody's playing a character somewhere somewhere inside that is is that person right so you hear all these wrestlers talk on podcasts about how introverted and shy they are yeah but when they go out there as their character they're not being themselves so things are just mm -hmm. easier for them then yeah i think i think wrestlers playing a character of all has always worked better for me like Ric Flair. Ric Flair's a character. He lives that gimmick. He lives that character. I mean, it is a gimmick, but it's more of a character for him now. It's more ba it's based in the reality of who he is. He believes it. And I think that's something 
a lot of there are a lot of young guys they don't believe in what they're doing. They got to believe in what they're doing. Does do do we think that Austin Theory believes in what he's doing right now? I don't see it. I don't believe he. I don't think he believes it. Does LA not? Does LA not believe in what he's doing? Absolutely. Sure. He absolutely believes, and you can tell the difference in between the both of them how the crowd reacts to him, right? Right. So Flair always believed he was this kiss stealing, wheeling dealing son of a gun. He lived it. He believed it. When you believe it, and and when you when you believe in yourself, you believe in that gimmick, and the crowd believes in that gimmick with you, you're 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 sold. You're a made man. You're over. So you'll be over over like a rover at that point. And it's it's uh, it's it's not hard to understand. But there's just some some guys, just some guys and some girls just don't believe in what they're doing. You know, there's some even just as characters don't work, you know, bum ass Corbin that worked great. But as soon as you were happy, Corbin, not as much fun, not as much fun. Yeah. Bum ass Corbin was hysterical though. Oh yeah. And like constable Corbin, I thought that worked great because it, it fit Corbin. He believed it, like you say, and he could work it. It was bad for us to watch. But it worked for him, in my mind, at least. I thought Constable Corbin, I thought Constable Corbin had a lot of go away heat. Just to be honest with you, I, I thought I but thought that, blah, blah. that's what he was supposed to have, though. Oh, he was kind of a smarmy, authoritative role in a way that it, it kind of it worked for him. I, I I enjoyed Constable Corbin. That's kind of when I be, started becoming a Corbin fan, to be honest. I don't know what it was. I think it was the fact that he was even getting booed here in town, his hometown. He gets booed everywhere he goes. Claim him. Nobody claims him. He gets booed everywhere he yeah. goes, except France. France loves him. When I saw him before he was the constable, he at least got a decent pop for the dark match that he did that time. But once he was the constable, no. Yeah. But I don't know. I enjoyed the concept. I don't know why, but there was just something about it that I liked. I think I always like the authoritative role that's always trying to be a dick to everybody. I've always liked that for whatever reason. That's why I really loved when they were doing the authority and they were trying to take over everything and there was all that whole leading up to that uh, Survivor Series match. I enjoyed the shit out of that for whatever reason. I like when the little people are fighting the authoritarian role. Yeah, when you got the, when you got the uh, when you got the little guys fighting off, fighting the, fighting the authority, that's a, that's a story. That story writes itself. You can you can't. I like when they recycle that one every now and then. Yeah, they'll recycle it here. They'll recycle it here in a little while. Uh, I'll give you another example. I am enjoying Adam Pierce though as being a good guy. Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce is fair. Adam Pierce is a fair. He's a fair. Figurehead. We don't have very many fair figureheads. It's official. Yeah. Um, I like I like Adam Pierce. I want to give you another. I want to give you another example. Somebody who didn't believe in their believe everything they were saying before, and now believe everything they're saying, and it's a complete complete different person. That's Roman Reigns. Oh, for sure. You know, before the suffering succotash Roman Reigns, he wouldn't buying the shit. He wouldn't buying the shit they were putting on paper for him. 
Yeah, he was not happy during. He those was times. not happy there's, during there's those been times. Stuff coming out about that. Recently. Yeah, he was not happy. Now he goes away and he comes back, and and he has been the man because he believes everything coming out of he he believes it. He believes it coming out of his chest. You can see it, and it, you can see it. Tell about how he talks. He believes every word. And head of the table, Roman Reigns is the best version of Roman Reigns. Absolutely, ever because he believes it. He believes I mean, in what he's doing. Shield, but yeah, that's a different solo Roman Reigns. This is the best because you know he's actually something different. Yeah. When they split up the Shield, Seth went off and did his own thing. Moxley became his own person. Roman Reigns was still dressed in the Shield gear for like five years yeah, after he, they split the Shield. Yeah, he was still he was still trying to be a part of the Shield. He was using their music and everything still. Yeah, he was. Uh, so he didn't. He didn't really do. He didn't really change in any way. No. Except that he got force fed down our throats, and I think that's what upset people. Mm-hmm. Just he was kind of being over, over pushed. But once he got a character, this head of the table stuff, it's been golden. Yeah, yeah. He, he got something. Story to, going. He got something to believe in. Three years on, this has been some of the best storytelling because you got to go all the way back to main event jay uso and covid era wwe thunderdome this is how long this shit's been going on and uh it's fun isn't it funny how this story's come full circle oh, i love it yeah it's come people full say circle. they don't booking but you just gotta yeah. wait this is extra long term mm-hmm. yeah this, this is long term but here, yeah this is this has been good um three years uh gimmicks Gimmicks, I was gonna say a little bit earlier. Gimmicks, I think, work in like, uh, like, uh, you know, independent, some independent, uh, independent federations, independent shows. Yeah, because that stuff's meant to kind of be hokey. But, but yeah, it could, you, yeah, it's meant to be hokey. Like you got that, you got that pizza guy. Yeah. He's yeah. been on AEW a few. Yeah, times. that's meant to be hokey. Now. That's meant to be hokey. Yeah, you want over the top stuff when you're doing that yeah. so that you get noticed mm-hmm. and then it becomes about the wrestling yeah and it, a little bit yeah and after that's become it becomes about the wrestling but yeah some of that stuff you want some of that stuff is meant intended to be hokey but uh wwe i don't think wwe hokey like that doesn't work anymore in wwe we're too much we're too too based in reality now for it to work in in I modern feel like era WWE. The last kind of hokey thing that really ever worked was Gold Dust and Stardust. Well, that's because they're respected, respected uh, second generation, respected guys. That's why. That's the only reason why it worked. It's because they believed in it and they put all their heart into it, and that's why it worked. Even though it sucked, they still they still went out and they did it. They believed in it. I still, I still like Stardust. I thought he was fun. I think as long as it's fun and meant to not be taken seriously, a gimmick can still work. But I don't think you could come out in 2023 and put someone in like a spaceman suit and expect us to believe he's this astronaut and he's deadpan serious and talking sciency and mathy and space and just expect us to take off with this guy unintended well you know the days the days of the trash guy the the trash man the dukes the duke the dumpster drossy the days of that type of gimmick is done that that you know the we had tony anthony the plumber he wouldn't call it it was uh, tony anthony was his uh, independent name i can't remember what they called him in wwe but he was a plumber 
So I mean, shit. Even the Undertaker <clears throat> adapted. He quit out on the um, sacrifice and not religiously. I can't think of the word I want to use. The witchcrafty darkness stuff. Well, and became a motorcycle rider. Yeah. Well, the the, the Undertaker has got the damn goofiest gimmick of all time. But why? But why did it work? Because the Undertaker believed in it, and he lived that shit. He was Undertaker. Well, I think what also helped was they had stories going around it. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just, here's this guy, here's a couple promo packages about why he's this way, enjoy his matches. He was having the stories where he was kidnapping Stephanie McMahon and, you know, edging Christian and recruiting all these people and being this dark force was actually, like, the main story going around on the show at the time. Well, if, if... I think that's part of why it worked, too, was it was a story involving a gimmick. Instead of just, here's the gimmick, here's a five-minute match. Well, he... he uh, uh, what a lot of the Taker did was he took that gimmick and made it part of himself. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when people see him out in the street, it people refer to him as Taker. Right. The guys in the back refer to him as Taker because he's a bad dude. And it went from the gimmick itself. The gimmick itself went from being a gimmick into to like a character. It become part of Mark. You know, when you see Mark, that's Taker. That's not Mark. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Taker's a bad dude. They mess with Taker, and he was respected in the back because of it, and because of he because he believed in it. I think I think I. I I want to say he told a story about how he would have to go out in public and still be that character and still be Taker out in public in the early days. He would live that gimmick. Well, that was back when they protected the gimmick. They protected. Yeah, he had to go out and act like that. Yeah. So, yeah, he put his all into it. He believed it, and it got over better than anything ever in wrestling. I'm still gonna regret never having seen that version of taker live i've never gotten to hear the gong you got to see the american badass though i've seen american badass i saw the brothers badass taker's good oh i i enjoyed american badass taker because i love the theme but both the themes that he used because i think he used limp biscuit and um kid rock for a while kid rock for a while yeah I mean, I, I, you know, I got to see the, you know, the Brothers of Destruction team together. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed that, but I don't know. I just, getting to hear that OG Taker theme, everything goes black. I want to see that someday, but I probably never will. So they're not going to waste that on Kansas City. Well, you never know. We don't get pay-per-views. They're you not going to waste Taker. You never know. Patrick Mahomes might be cutting a promo out in the middle of the ring one day, but telling us how great the Chiefs are and he, you hear dong, and here comes the Undertaker giving Tombstone Pile Driver back, in, like back, like was back in the old days. Uh, I remember Pete Rose got a Tombstone Pile Driver from Kane. Yeah, I remember. I was that. never so pissed off at Kane more in my life because he, he because he Tombstone Pile Driver gave the Tombstone Pile Driver to Pete Rose, the greatest baseball, greatest hitter of all time. And he played for the Reds amongst a bunch of other teams, but mostly Reds. And, and I never hated, I never hated Kane more. And I want to see Kelsey have a Gronk, or um, God, who was it that got involved at Mania with McAfee this year? I can't think of his name. The Forty Nine er guy, was it? Oh, it's George uh, Kittle. Kittle, Kittle, yeah, yeah, it's George Kittle. 
drawn a blank on his name. You know, I would love to see Kelsey get a moment like that. Because he's got the um, comedic chops and stuff to do it. Oh, he's too drunk all the time. He, he likes drinking Patrick a lot. Patrick was drunk last night. Holy fuck. That boy was riding bulls. Luke Combs was in town last night. Oh, okay. Luke Combs guess, is a good show. Luke, I guess he got up on the stage and did, was drinking beers with Luke Combs. Luke Combs is a good bulls. show. He, Luke Combs from, is from the area around here. And he'll. A lot of my family was at that show last yeah, night. Yeah, he, actually. He, Luke Combs is from Rutherford County, North Carolina, where I'm, I, I live at. And he, he films every video you see, he films in Rutherford County. Oh, nice. Yeah. Every video he films it in Rutherford County. So it's, it's cool. Yeah, Luke Combs is a good show. I like watching Patrick Mahomes get drunk, though, because that dude just gets so chill. It's so funny. I like watching him get drunk, just... too. Because the more he drinks, the more he drinks into the season. The he doesn't advantage, do it during. Yeah, the more advantage Joe Burrow has. That's all I'm saying. That's always after and during the off season. He's not a. I don't think he's a big drinker. Not like Kelsey is, but okay. even Kelsey, even Kelsey tones it down during the season. He tries not to drink during the season as much. Except for probably when he goes to Germany. Or when Jermaine Pratt strips the ball from him. I bet he drank a couple of beers that night. I know he did because he felt bad about that. Oh, he beats himself up. It's he felt so bad about that one. He did. He felt like he cost he, him the game. He takes everything on his shoulders. But anyways, not yeah. a, we're not talking about football. And let us know. Do you think gimmicks could still work in 2023? I'm talking like an in-depth, fucking cartoony, serious gimmick. Yeah. Cartoony-ass gimmick. Cartoony-ass gimmick know. like it was a rock and wrestling back in the rock and wrestling days. Hulk Hogan himself was a fucking gimmick. The only reason why I got over because he believed in saying the prayers and eating the vitamins, brother. I mean, you know, people get into what Bray Wyatt does and The Fiend and Uncle Howdy. People were into it, but I think they were starting to, they were drawing it out too long. People were losing interest. We were wanting the punchline. And we were just never getting it. Yeah. You know, who the fuck was Uncle Howdy? We still don't know. And we'll never know who that, we'll never know who, who Uncle Howdy is. Uncle no, Howdy is done. I think that's dead and gone. That's shelved. Yeah. yeah. Bobby Lashley shelved it. When he come out there to jump Bobby La- Bobby Lashley, that was the end of it. That's the last time we've seen we see Bo Dallas in an Uncle Howdy uniform. Bo. Yet. I don't know. Got a Bo leave. Bo leave. Got a Bo leave. That was an interesting gimmick, but it worked. You know. It, Bo I, was running I, around in his white diaper trunks. and. Real quick before we get out here. Man. You remember when, they, when Bo was in NXT and he was the NXT champion and and he come up and he beat Wade Barrett. You remember all mm-hmm. that? I do remember that. Bo was supposed to be the next star, and some for some reason or another, it just never panned out. Uh, panned out for him, and I don't know why. I really didn't see a, you know, in NXT he was, he was a good. He's a good worker. You know, he, he he's a good worker. He's got. I mean, he. Shows lots of baby face fire. I mean, he's a really good baby face. I just don't know why it didn't work work out for him on the main roster. Maybe I, maybe the, I think they, it's because they were still in between gimmicks and characters and not sure what to do during yeah, that time. Yeah, could have been. Could have been about three and B, Bo leave mm-hmm. the things that Bo did. Three and B, three and B worked because they were fun. They were supposed to be heels and they were for a while, but they were fun. Well, they were. They 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 were never a serious threat. No, they're never 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 a serious threat. 
and turns out the only world champion that's in that group that hasn't been a world champion yet is Heath. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him. We love Heath. Yeah. Love some Heath Miller. Heath Slater. Whatever he's going to buy these days. I think it's just Heath. Yeah, I want to know, what were your favorite gimmicks? When did gimmicks die for you? Have gimmicks died for you? Who do you think could pull off a gimmick today? I want to know these answers. Mm. We got some, we don't have any cartoony shit anymore. But there's definitely, there's definitely people running around with gimmicks, Orange Cassidy. Like, I mean, like NXT care. seems to be trying really hard to get gimmicks going. Yeah, there, there's, some car- there's some cartoony shit. all the time. Yeah, there's some cartoony shit going on down there. Yeah. You got Chase U, you've got the cowboy people. Got, uh... They're, they're kind of towing the line. Tony D'Angelo. Between the character and gimmick. Yeah. They're kind of right there on the line. They are. If characters are gimmicks for some of these people in NXT. Tiffany Stratton. I think... Part of that's maybe why I don't watch a lot of NXT anymore. It's, it's a it. little too gimmicky for me. I can see it. I can see it because there's an awful lot of gimmicks going on I in need NXT. I right try now. to get back in it though. I'm I'm trying to get myself to watch wrestling on Tuesday. Today. <clears throat> I really had full intention to doing it this week, but then I got home late, so I just didn't do it. Yeah, I can see it though. There's some gimmicky shit going on right down there, but for all the gimmicky shit they got going on. They've got like Isla Dragonoff, Ilya Dragonoff. Um, they have Dijak down there just beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Hayes is always fun to watch. Yeah, I was neat seeing him at a uh, SmackDown the other night. Yeah, yeah, Carmelo. I like Carmelo kind of pointed him out in the audience there. Yeah, Carmelo. Carmelo's fun to watch. Trick Trick Williams. Uh, I haven't re- never really thought much about Trick. But since they turned him babyface, Trick's got a little bit of fire to him. He, and he gets his ass kicked. He gets his ass kicked by everybody, just like he always did. He's always still going to be that guy you got, you beat before you get to Mellow. Right. But he got a little bit of babyface fire to him. He might be There might be something in the kid if they, if they get him away from uh, when he eventually turns on Mellow and wanting the championship. There might be something there. I said maybe he's going to be the next one of the next challenges for Mello. That might be good. Yeah, I think he's eventually going. He's eventually going to turn on Mello. He's, he's going to be he, and he's going to claim he's the reason why Mello didn't miss because he was always there in Mello's corner. Whenever Mello needed a win, he was always in there ready to cheat when the referee would have had their back turned or whatever. You know, I, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. So it's fun to see the protege turn on the master. And it'll happen. It'll happen. It's, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Anyway, we're, anyway, we're out of here. Yeah, I want the people to answer my question. Though. Yes. Answer the question, people. Favorite gimmick? Oh, and I can't even remember what my questions were. I pulled them out of my ass yeah. instead of the first one. So go uh, back and listen. Answer my questions. Yeah. Will a gimmick work? Will, do you think a gimmick will work in 2023? Cartoony gimmick. You know, like we had back in the Rock and wrestling days, so cartoon things. You need a character anymore. Yeah, you need not a character. Again. Yeah, you need to be a character, not a character. Anyway, we're out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting the channel. Or supporting the pod. Uh, 
wrong, 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 place. wrong, wrong place, wrong place to do that. Uh, it's been a long day. Give me a break. It happened. It's been a long day. Anyway, we're out of here, y'all. We'll see y'all. Bye. Next week.